Welcome back, everybody, to episode 53 of Off the Field Podcast. And today, I wrote nothing. I didn't this is a test either. on MOBO. You're leading today. All right. Let, I'm let, kidding. I wrote a bunch of notes. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I was just testing you. Hey, I would have just thrown down right now. I'm ready to go. I got some stuff. And I'm going to start with something that I don't think you know. And it's sad. What? And there's a reason I'm wearing this shirt today. We DFA'd Trey Cabbage. <gasps> no. <laughs> Guys, we had a beautiful idea. Austin, let them know what we We, we had made going. these shirts. They say the cabbage patch on them. It's Trey Cabbage in Angel's Cabbage Patch doll. We're going to make a vlog off of it. We had pretty good thought that it would go like semi-viral because we're going to bring cabbages to the game. It was beautiful. Me, Austin, and Captain America were going to do it. So we're going to pull up, like you said, with just a bunch of cabbages and honestly, maybe even just give one to them if it was even possible. But now yeah. it's not. Yeah. Now, Dude, what? now, whatever. Like we just let him go. Yep. After he batted like 300 in AAA, but he got one call up and they were like, DFA him and do another stupid move and sign Aaron Hicks. That one, guys, was random. That one just uh, at the time of recording this was just announced. A couple hours ago. And what a random signing. Aaron Hicks, okay, I told Spidey, uh, I told him, great fielder. Don't really have, <laughs> maybe like, when he Maybe when he was younger. Okay, when he was younger. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he still has a good arm. But even then, we need bats. Like, we need actual bats. We need pitching still. You need guys to make me want to go to games. Exactly. Basically, signing him says we're out on Bellinger. At least I think. I feel like maybe they cough up like even just a ridiculous amount, but it's not. I don't know. Man. Either way, Angels and people who are Mobo and Austin enthusiasts, I hate this move. Yeah. I absolutely despise it. He was about to get into it right now. I asked him earlier. I wanted nothing to do with Aaron Hicks. Now he's on our team. <laughs> I'm sure Mike Trout is thrilled. I'm just hoping we get to see him from the wall. Just throw out somebody at home. I'm hoping. You're living on too long of a dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably not going to happen, but you know what? We're going to rock with it. Yeah. And since we did that, I mean, it's only a one-year deal, but I still assume we're out on Cody Ballinger. Do you know how much the quantity was? Nope. Hopefully not a lot. <laughs> if we paid him more than Matt Harvey, when we paid Matt Harvey, we gave him 11 mil. He did not deserve 11 mil. <laughs> not even that. It was, okay, it was a risky move. Clearly, the risk did not pay off. No. But it was still, like, maybe justifiable. But no, right, not right now. No. Right now, and it's not it. Aaron Hicks, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unless you have a huge turnaround season. I'm all right. Like, <laughs> I could do without, honestly. Now, uh, Spidey, mm -hmm. Ozzy, mm -hmm. how are your final adjustments to Japan? Uh, so, obviously, last week, you guys know, I woke up at 4. And the podcast was being filmed at 5. Then I woke up at noon. Then I woke up at four again. <laughs> right on. Then I woke up at like 11, 11.30. And today I woke up at one thirty because I didn't have to rush to wake up. So not four. So we're good. Again, to the to the viewers that are following along with us and the listeners, mm -hmm. uh, he runs as a night owl. Usually he's not out by like five, what, like five, six. Damn straight. By the time I get to work and I'm taking my first poop and I'm on TikTok, I see he's online and just browsing. Yeah. And then we're sending each other memes Waking at like four, up. five in the morning. <laughs> that reminds me of these TikToks. Je Jeff always reposts this guy. This has to be Jeff's favorite TikToker. His name is Cam. And it's 
Cam? The series is basically how people expect you to react. Have you seen these? <laughs> oh, no. Like, there's a loud car guy one. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. How loud car guys expect you to react. <laughs> and he did one of how night owls expect you to react. And it was like, oh, I got so much. I got so little sleep last night. And he's like, oh, our king is so tired. <laughs> he's like, oh, that'll do that to you. Like, yeah, that'll do that to you. That'll do you know what? That that's a good question. Is that just what you're getting a lot on your TikTok feed right now? I'm getting a funny one. Well, Jeff reposts them every day. <laughs> like the guy's funny. I'll give him that. Jeff, right now, like I don't think Jeff knows how much we're on to his TikTok because his reposts pop up on mine constantly. It's either that guy or it's dogs. <laughs> I get sad reposts. See this Jeff. one, like random anime. Ones. Tired, Papa. I barely got any sleep last night. Oh, and you're still here on time. You guys hear that? Oh, you guys heard that? I barely got any sleep last oh, night. No. no. <laughs> or he'll or he'll post dogs or or animals, I guess, like this one. Deputy Smelly here to conduct your sniff test. Please hold. Sniff. 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 Um. Sorry, I'm new at this. <laughs> Me try again. Sniff. Sniff. Oh. Oh. No. You are very stinky. <laughs> That's the that's what Cowboy Jeff is reposting. That's what he's reposting. This is what I'm reposting. So, just random like gas station tweakers. Mm-hmm. Check this out. Oh, what the hell? Oh, she uh, <laughs> sound got taken down. Oh well. Womp womp. Either way, that those TikToks have been on my head lately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, Japan. I think I'm finally back in the routine, sorta. Because right after Japan, Mario, a good friend of ours, came to stay with me for like five days he actually just left like 30 minutes ago for his six hour drive back home to san fran and um so i didn't get completely back into routine because i went from coming back from travel to host to now i'm alone (laughs) again and so now i can get back in my gym routine i can get back in my video routine and Oh, since you came back, you haven't really been gymming it? Well, I have to edit while he's here. But he's also an editor for your friend Kyle, fellow uh, MLB The Show YouTuber. And so sometimes he would be editing. And so sometimes we'd both be editing. So you guys are on the grind together. (laughs) Yeah. And so now I'll fully be back into routine and back on my wheel. And that's all the Japan adjustments. And I'm doing another big trip coming up this year. And I cannot wait for that. It'll be in September, Italy, to uh, Austria, Germany, and then Switzerland, I believe, all during Oktoberfest. And I will buy Lederhosen. I was going to say you're ending your trip in Oktoberfest in Germany, right? It's either that or Switzerland. I think it's Switzerland. Oh, wow. And then we were discussing this the other day. Art is going with me again. It's the same travel group we took in Japan. And those vlogs are being pumped out right now. So you should go watch those vlogs. They're all going out consecutively. Day two is up as I film this, which is Disney. And uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. And we were talking with Cheyenne Chartreuse. By the way, I don't think a lot of the fans know this. Her real name is Cheyenne. Our nicknames are just nicknames, guys. I'm not actually called Mobo. Yeah, like we discussed in episode one, his name is Alejandro. I mean, that, that was in the, in the little trailer that we did. Yeah, and the trailer. <laughs> but yeah, um, her real name is Cheyenne. Bobby couldn't remember that when he first met her for like a month, so he just was like, chartreuse, right? The color she was wearing, right? The shirt? I don't know. It must have been that. <laughs> but yeah, she's going with us, and I was led to believe Jasmine was going with us, then canceled, 
But the other day I brought it up to Cheyenne and Art has been the one that's told me Jasmine backed out and she's not going for months since baseball season. And then Cheyenne was like, what? She backed out? And I'm like, that's what I've been told. And then she's like, she didn't tell me. And I'm like, it's been since at least baseball season. (laughs) And she's like, wow, I I, I don't know. And I'm like, now we need to question her because there's two different sides. I was going to say, so, okay, so get what you end up saying. So she, we haven't talked to her. We haven't seen her. You guys haven't even hit her up like the text. We got till September. (laughs) It's it's a ways away, but I mean, obviously you could set up. Some kind of payment. She's always canceling on us, dude. (laughs) She was going to go to Javi's party and she canceled on me. That's It's okay. (laughs) Jazz, what are you doing? Um, But, uh, yeah, I hope she's going. I want her to go. I want everybody to go. Do you think anybody from the previous trip you just went on would go on? No, we asked them. (laughs) They asked them. We said, hey, who has future EF trips? Me and Art do. You guys are welcome to come, and they—it's like the beginning of school. So, no, no, and uh, but I did tell them we want to do Iceland, mm-hmm. we want to do Africa, and a lot of them were excited about Iceland. So yeah, that could be, a, and that would be to see Northern Lights. Ooh. So I'd be really stoked for that, and I'm glad EF has one of those because I feel like if I tried to go see the Northern Lights by myself without a travel group, I'd somehow screw it up, and I'd never see them. I'd be like, this is the right spot. The phone says so. And I'd look up and I'd be like, where are they? <laughs> Knowing myself, I'd probably walk into the woods. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. be on Google Maps. Yeah. And I'd just be like, oh, hey, here here I am. And then just get eaten by a bear. Yeah. Right on. And um, yeah, I want to do one of those in 2025, Artist Saying. And I'm stoked for the one we're doing this September. It's going to be a lot different. Japan, we were in one spot, one hotel the whole time. And this one, we are going to be moving every two days. So, God, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be intense, man. It's g- scenery. Uh, there's going to be a lot of regret on that trip because we're not going to have a lot of time to do everything. Like, we got to figure out what we're going to do way in advance because when we're there, if we try to do it, there's a bug in this room, dude, and it keeps flying in front of my face. <laughs> um, well, it right on the middle of your nose. Um, when we're there and we try to figure it out, we're definitely going to forget something and we're definitely going to move on to the next city and we're going to be like, no, we forgot to do and then there's other ones too. Like I want to do, uh, uh, what was it? it? The Greek islands that there was Italy in the Greek islands, which sounds cool. And that visits Rome and Santorini. Oh. And that's sick. And Santorini is my favorite place that I would, my bucket list place. I'm surprised you're not going to Greece this year with art. I mean, he art's not going to Greece this year. I'm saying like in general, just, well, he's done the Greek islands one. Make, like, but making your own like trip. Of well, I think saying. for EF and international, he capped it out at the one we just did and the one we're going to do. Because when I brought up future ones, he's like, yeah, next year, 2025. No, I meant like just apart from EF in general. Oh. Like you guys making your own That's trip the only way I want to travel, international. I To anybody who wants to travel international, I recommend you use EF. Don't use anything else. You wouldn't travel any other country? You don't know. That? When you're booking it yourself, you don't know what's safe. You don't know... Okay. Um, the good hotels, you don't know the good flights, and they take they do all of it for you. There's the stress. You feel so calm. You don't have to do anything. We booked it last year, and I didn't do shit. 
I didn't do any. Oh, so you just pretty much signed up for it and forgot about it? Yeah. And then two months before, the chat opens, you get your info, and you're ready to go. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> and I had a hotel. I had a flight. I I didn't do any of that. You think you can do any of their, like, 30-day excursions? No. <laughs> Not at all. I honestly think I could do that. I mean, I could do it. My job wouldn't let me do it. I'm gone for two. There's no way I could be 30 days in advance. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could do it. Just post around the world. Work post up with a with a Wi-Fi wherever you can. Yeah, on like on like one bar Wi-Fi in the middle of a <laughs> random coffee shop. I mean, you might have to upload your videos in like two forty, but two forty at a three hour upload. Exactly. But no, um, no HD. That's international trips. Domestic. I'm planning to go just massive with domestic trips this year because the plan is to check off all thirty this year. That's six stadiums left. You're gonna commit to it. I'm going to try. <laughs> just, just run it, bro. There's Boston. Baltimore, Minnesota, D.C., Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Tampa. Well, Cleveland we can knock out. Yeah, Cleveland is the most likely right now. We already have tickets for the Savannah Bananas game in Cleveland. So, Are the Reds in town during the same time that it's we are? It's four hours away. I mean, I'm down to drive. driving. Uh, man. I mean, there's got to be like a train. You don't think there's a train? There could be, probably. But man, it'd, be, it'd be a way. I mean... Wait a minute. Who knows? If it's a, it's a four-hour drive, the flight should be probably like an hour at most. Probably, yeah. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Just fly in for as the long game. as it's cheap. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure at that point it is. I don't know. We were looking at possibly going to Oakland this year because it's the last year for the Coliseum. Yeah. It was like six, no, three hundred fifty dollars in July, and I was like, it's Oakland. <laughs> From John Wayne to Oakland. Yes. Oh my goodness, what are you guys doing there, man? Um, but yeah, I. Cleveland, most likely happening. It is happening. And then I'm going to do my best to do all those other ones. I want to. I also want to go to the All-Star Game in Texas. I'm going to talk to Tony Todd a little bit. <laughs> be like, Tony. You're going to butter him up? Hey. <laughs> What's up, friend? We, we, can we go? Can we go? Can we go? <laughs> Please? I haven't seen Tony in a while. I actually, as soon, I literally told myself, I was like, as soon as all this madness ends, I'm just going to text him and be like, hey, let's get lunch or something. <laughs> Because I went to Japan to start the year. Mario was here. And I'm like, dude, I, I, I can't even remember the last time I saw Tony. Was it? It's got to be December. It might have been Texas. No, New York. It was New York at the Gold Glove Awards. So November. It's been a minute. That is a fat minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, he wanted me to get him a Tokyo Giants hat. I, we already went through that in the last podcast. And that was the last thing we were talking about. He also wants me to go to a UC Irvine game. And do a, I told him, how about it, like a day in the life of one of the players in a campus tour. That'd be sick. And then go to a game. So I think we're going to do that when their season starts. I'm assuming it starts around the same time as MLB season. And then hopefully I can make it to all those other parks. So if you are somebody that is listening or watching and you have those parks as your local team, then get excited, hype me up. Hype everyone up because I love going with more people. And let me know. Do you want Mobo there? Do you want, I don't know, Cowboy Jeff there? <laughs> Even Cap. You'll probably Cap, anybody. I prefer to take more people. And now uh, we threw Javi, by the way, a surprise party a couple days ago. And that was a whole bucket of madness. We had how many people there? We had me, you. At least 12. Jeff. Yeah, at least 12. So the whole premise of this idea actually birthed from Kershey's birthday party 
because instead of throwing it at a Dave & Buster's that was local to the area, he threw it one that was very far. And Mobo jokingly said, just throw it at a Raising Cane's, bro. We'll have it at a Cane's. Like, come on. There was no sense in having this hour and a half drive to this random Dave & Buster's when it was in between of everybody 45 minutes. Yeah, the, one that we're th- the one that we're thinking of. And, you know, I just shut it out And of my he ass. had one 20 minutes from his house. <laughs> I don't know, man. That, that kid, clearly he likes driving. Anyways, Mobo but said that. I threw it out, and I didn't really think it was going to be happening until Austin's like, hey, you know what? Well, I was like, yeah, throw it at a Canes, and he was like, no. And then I was like, what if we did it for Javi? Because Javi loves Canes more than anybody. But what if we made it a surprise party for Javi? There's a whole vlog of this, by the way. So You guys better if, be checking it out. Yeah, on the main channel. So go watch that if you haven't. And so we put that together. And the whole plan was to go there and then go to this bowling place called Splitsville. It was a whole nightmare with them. They wouldn't let me reserve in person. It had to be through an email, and it was dumb. Was it like 45 minutes before the day of the event? N- no. Like, they don't even do same-day reservations, so I can't, we wouldn't be able to go in early. Like, I was like, oh, maybe I can go in early in the day, reserve it, and come back. Yeah. No, they don't do same day. No. Oh and then I'm like, I was at Di- – it's at downtown Disney, by the way. I was at Disney. I'm like, let me go talk to them. They sent me an email with all the details. And they're like, oh, that's through a different team. It's through our events team. We can't do it in person. You have to email them. And I'm like, never mind. Like, dude. And so we were trying to get bowling for 16, 14 people, something like that. <laughs> I was, and I was like, what do we do? Because this is madness. This is frustrating. And then they just said, or Cap, no, who, who said uh, Shortsy? Said Dave and Buster's. And I was like, that is easier. It's better. We can just walk in. So we did that. That's exactly what we did. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I had a blast. Yeah, I had fun. Everybody was losing their minds over basketball. Uh, basketball. Shoot-ups. The pitching one. The pitching one is my favorite one. I love doing that one. That was crazy. Seeing Allen pump up to like 83. 83. I think my max was 74. And then uh, our little Kershey friend nick fell hit 90 bro crazy 90 off the game hey but then there was another guy that we didn't know they hit 96 what he hit- came up and dicked on you guys yeah pretty much <laughs> no he did not pretty much was he like, oh, let me um, see that. but the whole process of that day uh we had a group chat without javi obviously and we were like okay so we're your meeting at can nobody nobody reads nobody listens these days nope. So we're pulling up to the Canes, and the plan was people for the surprise party meet there at 6.15 for errors, for unforeseen circumstances. Mm -hmm. And then Alan was in charge of Javi, and it was get Javi there by 6.30, 6.40. And, of course, the only people that were there in the 6.15 window were Cap, me, Shortsy, and our friend Mario. Everybody else was like, oh, man, like 6.30, bro. And I'm like, how many days did I say 6.15? Everybody ran late. And luckily, they all beat Javi there because Alan was distracting Javi in the Target right next door. Tell, tell him how he's distracting them. Uh, well, they just were shopping. I don't think he w- did the bathroom technique. Oh, I thought he did. No, I think he, they just shopped. <laughs> and um, The bathroom technique, ladies and gentlemen, was he was just going to stall... And just pretend he's taking a giant, massive, massive duke. (laughs) And all the stuff we got before we went to Party City, me and Mario, we got like, you know, party stuff. We got him a Justin Herbert cutout. 
which I was not expecting to be at Party City. You guys got to check it out. It's life size. <laughs> and, I think it was uh, tall, too. Yeah, he's a tall guy. <laughs> and we got that dancing snowman right there, which Mario was gracious enough to donate. <laughs> then um, what else did we get? I got him in big Easter egg, a slightly smaller Easter egg, yeah. a slightly smaller Easter egg, and a slightly smaller Easter egg. And in that last Easter egg, there was $21 because he turned 21. <laughs> And then there was one more funny thing that we got that I am drawing a blank of right now. Oh, it's balloons. We got two. One said 21, and the other one was an elephant holding a balloon and said baby girl. Because <laughs> he's a little baby girl. He's our little baby girl. And, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Then we got prepped. We went to Cane's. We were waiting. I think we only waited about 15 minutes probably. Cowboy Jeff, Cowboy Jeff one of those people that doesn't listen or thinks he's cool, too cool to read the chats or something. He's there, and he calls Kirsch, and he's like, where are you guys? And we're like, we're at the Canes. Where are you? And he's like, I'm at Canes. And we're like, where? And he's like, inside. I'm like, why the hell are you inside? I'm like, dude. And so then he walks around, and luckily was not caught. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, why on earth, if we're surprising him, would you be standing in the restaurant? Probably seeing him inside. Is he, hey, why is Jeff there? Is, is that Cowboy Jeff in there? I think that's Jeff. We were waiting on the side of Canes where Javi couldn't see us. Just around like the the building. Yeah. So as soon as he walks over, we're, we are there. Yeah. And thank goodness we caught Cowboy Jeff early enough to where he, Javi was not able to see him at all. But then when Javi was finally walking over, Alan says, okay, we're walking. We're right across the street. I'm leaving the charge. And... I walk around the corner, and Javi's head was down, but they were still too far away to where, like, if he would have looked up, yeah. we were so far that, like, it wouldn't have been, like, surprise, like, in your face. And so I turned around, and I was trying to tell Kirsch, wait, stop, don't come all the way. Instead, he took all of you and sent you all the way back. Like, bro, he's right there. <laughs> no, Cherry to, on top to that. So what, yeah, what happened? Because I was telling him like, hey, don't come around the corner yet. I was doing this. I was going like this. I was like, wait, wait, not go all the way back. So let me tell you, I'm in the very back, mm-hmm. obviously, of this charge that Austin is leading. I'm in the back. Jackson, prior to us getting up and walking over to Javi, he ties the balloons under the table mm-hmm. and like completely under. We start walking over, but they forget the balloons. And I'm like, hey, they're tied under the table. Mm-hmm. Jackson's like, okay. And he's like working on it. Everybody starts walking over. That's when you said, hey, like, go back. He's not here yet. We start coming. Like you said, he, we go all the way back. So by the time we turn around and you turn around, Javi's in your face. Yeah. And just surprises. I mean, not necessarily. Because if he would have just gone around the corner, yeah, then it would have worked. It would have worked perfectly fine. But yeah. to go around the corner, you're basically walking into the drive-thru. Yeah, like you probably can't tell from here, everybody, but like this is the corner. And I told Kirsch, like, just do this. Just a little hop around the corner. Like, but no, we're, we're right here. He could have just walked over. But he way. took everybody to the other corner. So we he just he went around for some reason. Yeah. And then, I mean, we still surprised him. He didn't expect any of it, but it wasn't like the big surprise. <laughs> like, he was pretty puzzled, though. He was like, what the hell? Yeah, and I think on? he actually thought we had Justin Herbert there. <laughs> Because in the video, I say it's the off season. I can't believe we got him. We invited Justin Herbert. And he blinks and he's like, his eyes on like, and, and he turns and he's like, oh, what? And, and even art, art in the video is like, oh my God, I think you actually thought Justin Herbert was here. <laughs> and um, we had a great old time. We had chicken. We put 21 candles in his chicken. 
He loves Canes, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, he was fighting to not go to Canes that day. He was being very spontaneous and very annoying, according very to Alan. Very moody. Yeah, very moody, yeah. Apparently, like, he just didn't want to go out, and Alan had to, like, fight to get him to go out. Just very, like, I don't want to hang out today. Come on, bro. Okay. Yeah. Like, because we didn't get to spend his birthday with him. He was at Sweetheart's Night with his sweetheart on his birthday at Disney. <laughs> And so he didn't do anything with his friends. So we're like, next day then. And he was just throwing a whole like, no, I don't want to go out. I don't why don't I've been to Disney three days in a row. And I'm like, dude, you live and breathe and die Disney. He's for it. That's what he's built for. And you live and breathe and die Canes. And the two things we're trying to get you to, you just don't feel like it that day. And finally, Alan got him, took him out. But Alan also jumped the gun early. Like he wasn't able to stop him from going to canes he was like at 5 40 he was like hey everybody we're on our way and i'm like dude no one's left yet <laughs> and it was lucky that we were even able to delay him that long and we got the surprise in it was a lot of fun went to dave and busters and had fun there and then now with uh the hobby surprise party talk done mario like i said he was staying at my house it was a good time and he had this bracelet. He he also, so the main reason he came down, him and Javi have very close birthdays. They also both turned 21. They also both turned 21 and they don't drink. <laughs> both of them. Nice. Good for them. But I just found out, I was like, 21, both of you don't want like just one? Like, I'll buy it for you. <laughs> and they're, they're, like, they're, they're, they're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay. Usually this generation's like, rah, they're drinking five years before they're 21. <laughs> But, yeah, so he stayed, and he had this bracelet that his friends gave him for his birthday, okay? Yeah. We, I felt like I had to entertain the little fella a few of the days, so we went to Irvine Spectrum. His bracelet does not fit on his wrist. Okay. It's big. So it fell off his wrist into a grate, but luckily the grate wasn't that deep. We went on a mission to get that thing out with plastic forks and knives and spoons and the way we finally got it out, I broke two of the teeth off the fork, so it was like little tiny chopsticks. Okay. And he lifted it with two forks, and then I pinched the the wire or the thread or whatever, Yeah. pulled it, took out the forks, and then pulled it up. So then he had it, and this was all on the same day of the surprise party. So fast forward, when we get to Dave & Buster's, we're doing the pitching one. The one I don't know if you guys know this game, but Dave & Buster's, you have to throw accurate, and you have to throw as hard as you can, and then it multiplies the two, and you get a score. A lot of people there in our group weren't really caring about the accurate factor. They were just trying to huck that thing. We want to see that speed. Dude, I, I'm good at getting the 32. There's a little bullseye for the 32. I'm good at doing that. And then, yeah, they were just going for fireballs. They did not care. They were just launching that thing. So Mario does it, <laughs> That bracelet that we retrieved earlier in the day flies off his wrist, <gasps> explodes everywhere. Did oh, you not know this? Did, no, I didn't know this. Oh, uh, we have footage of it. <laughs> I ended up going off to the side for a bit to hang out with my friend that works at that Dave and Buster's that we were at. Mm -hmm. And I, as I spent my credits, I kept complaining to him that the machine was eating my money, and he just kept refunding me. Was it? No. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just playing games together, like we play Flappy Bird. As he um, was working? Yeah. <laughs> Legit on his shift, he's like, here, he puts it in like the little test mode. And we just start, we started playing free games. We started playing shooters too. So it's like you see me and like this Dave and Buster's employee just. 
So, yeah. Dude, it exploded all. Holy so shit. So I thought originally, because yeah. you know it's a tunnel, right? You have to throw the ball down. I thought it went all the way to the end of the thing, and we're, we're never getting it back. We He's like, look at the footage. Let's see. We play it back on my camera because I was vlogging, and we see it fly to the right off his wrist, Yeah. but it hit the pole, and it exploded. Like, you know where the game is, right? Yeah. You know where the bar is? <laughs> He was finding pieces at the bar. That's how far it went. Oh, Brian, I'm so sorry. Have you seen my friend's bracelet at work? Yeah, if you see any little, like, bracelet beads, they belong to him. <laughs> just check your local name They launched, dude. And originally, we thought it just flew to the right, but when we got home and we looked at it, we could see it hit the post and then just exploded. And that, so, yeah, that bracelet went through a very adventurous day, all to end in its death. But he thinks he collected enough to kind of reconstruct it. So hey, he went. Out, hey, the bracelet went out in style. I'll say that it, it really did, dude. I never. I like. I've had bracelets break, but none that vicious. You know what? There's one that I adore wearing, but I took it off because I started getting that like. Well, you know, because you wear bracelets and shit. Yeah. Uh, it started getting to where the wire just starts like coming out of the balls. Fuck. Like it's like the wire just gets old. Never had that. No. No. It's like pretty much at the point of ripping. Uh, so I'm like a little just hesitant about wearing it. And in that stay of Mario, we also had the Royal Rumble watch party at my house. Dude, that was a blast. Yes. And you, I, I think you were slowly like, oh, WWE's like this again. Uh, were you? I was feeling it a little bit. I ain't going to yeah. lie. You know what's going to help a lot? I think I might just stay up and watch Raw now on Mondays because yeah. it's not only... Follow. Starting to get better now. So I I, I watch Raw because it's on Mondays. Because where am I going on a Monday? It's tonight. <laughs> I'm going to watch it tonight yeah. probably. But SmackDown, it's on a Friday. I'm usually doing something on Fridays. And I'm not usually in. So I usually miss SmackDown. But what also helps me keep up, follow Santi Zap on YouTube, or TikTok, YouTube, Twitch. Mainly TikTok. That's where I see my stu- stuff from him. He reacts to... All the weekly shows. Santi Snap. Santi Zap. And I just uh, usually have his stuff come across my feed. And this then, guy right here? Yep. And Wrestling then. Daddy. Wait, what? That's crazy. Okay, the thing with him, he had one big account. That big account got like taken down. And now he has like three accounts. And I don't know which one he uses the most. I'm looking at the one that's, that's a big boy. This one's 360K followers. What's the most recent show he reacted to? Because he show. posts like all over the place. Oh, never mind. It's like an old account. The he, last post on this one. Yeah, no, that's pinned. That's a pin post. Fuck. Well, now you just go to the non-pin post to the right. Yeah, look, it's from twelve. Twelve. Like one twelve. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, he posts all over the place, so I don't know, but he's a good way to keep up without having to watch the whole show. Okay. Cause then you can also just watch the guys you care about. <laughs> like you don't have to look at all the mid card stuff, <laughs> but the Royal rumble, you missed the women's one. The women's one, honestly, I think was better than the men's really. Yeah. A lot of people think that, and that's the consensus of the fans. It was good. Um, I was very happy to see Liv Morgan return. Liv Morgan is, Ooh, she she does she does things to me. <laughs> then uh, another one, another rookie. I, I'm stoked that I found this girl mm-hmm. because she's still in like the minors, which is NXT. 
Okay. And oh my God, dude, she is bad. I, I'm gonna. I, I'm as soon as she gets her her role and she gets called up and she's winning titles, I'm gonna say I was there because I was. You were there for for the rise. I was there for the rise. I was there from the start. Roxanne Perez. Roxanne Perez. Is she like Colombian? I don't know, but my goodness, she's beautiful. She's just a beautiful Latina. She is beautiful. She's got a great story. There's a clip of her when she was 13 on WWE Divas, that old TV show. What? And she's like 13, and she's asking Natalia, what can I do to be a WWE superstar? Do you have any advice? And now she's a WWE superstar. That's crazy. And she took Good a, for her. She took a selfie with Natalia the other day talking about that clip. And so, yeah, not only that, she's beautiful. Dreams do come true. And I will be tuning in to the next pay-per-view for NXT only for her match because she's going for the main title. <laughs> hey, let's let's so hopefully the script is good. Oh, I hope so. Let's man. Hope. I'm ruined for her always. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh what who won that? Bailey won that Royal Rumble. Oh, love Bailey. Yeah. And uh, the storyline is just easily pushing for that. It was pretty predictable. It was either gonna be her or Becky. And Bailey, if I am correct, and I'm pretty sure this is what they're going to do, she's in her little uh, faction called Damage Control. I'm almost positive that they're going to break up because Bailey's going to get fed up with the way she's being treated in there. Instead of challenging Rhea Ripley for her title, she's going to challenge her own teammate, EO Sky, for the WWE Women's title, and that's going to be a huge rivalry. Group's going to disband, and they're all going to fight and hate each other. <laughs> kind of like Evolution. So like when uh, Batista beat Triple H when he went, you know, huh, huh kind of like never forget that contract signing. He's yeah. like with the one, with the one, looks mm -hmm. at the other, drops it. Yeah, something like that. I I doubt she's actually going for Rhea unless they just want to play it all nice and be like, we have all the gold, haha. -ha. But I don't think that's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be she goes against her own teammate and tries to go for her belt because she's tired of being disrespected in the group. Something like that. And there were tons of surprises in the women's rumble there was a girl from tna apparently that's going to keep happening there's just going to be tna appearances in wwe just and, randomly peppered into the show yeah i don't watch tna i i've never watched tna but we'll total non-stop action yeah we'll see apparently they're going to be involved a lot more and there will be crossovers and then there was jade cargill which was a big name she got taken from aew back to wwe mm -hmm. who's also married to brandon phillips didn't know that. Cap said what? that. Yeah, so married to that dude, BP. <laughs> that dude, BP. I got a signed ball from him. Do you? I went to a signing with Captain America when mm. we were, I want to say in 2018. When he was briefly an angel? We, yeah, when he was briefly an angel. Yeah. Signed at a T-Mobile. Yeah, great a T-Mobile. <laughs> I mean, hey, what could you say? He's got great coverage. Oh, he, he, he does. <laughs> that does fit perfectly. Very punny, very punny. <laughs> and yeah, that rumble was... Very good all the way to the end. Liv Morgan, I'm almost positive, is going to win a Rumble within the next three years because she finished second back-to-back -back years. So her time's got to be coming. She's due, man. She's due. Mm -hmm. And then you go to the men's Rumble. No legends, no surprises that were that crazy. The biggest surprise was probably Andrade, who I didn't know. Well, I've heard the name, but I don't know much about him. I know he was in AEW. I know he's married to Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, so he's back. Apparently he's a big deal. Apparently he's really good at wrestling. 
big representation for the Latino community in the wrestling universe. That's what I heard. Apparently, he's like one of the actual, like, true Mexicans. Like, it's not like a, a character Mexican, <laughs> like, like Vince McMahon would do in like the 2000s or something like that. It's a nice little blackface. Yeah, Alan was saying like him and Santos Escobar are like the true, like, the actual big, Mexicans. They're OGs. Yeah. And so he came back. And then everyone was saying we we also put bets on this rumble. We drew numbers out of a bag, and so like you know, there's 30 entries. We draw a number out of a bag, and there were four people: me, Cap, Shorts, Allen, and that was it. Yeah, because we just wanted one more person to join us, so it would have been an even split of numbers. But no, nobody else wanted the bet, and so we used the last two papers and shared it. So, like, me and Cap shared one, and Shorts and Allen shared one. So, the 30 was one of the last two numbers. And we were like, dude, 30 is going to be a shared number. And I let Cap pick it, and I was like, you better have drawn 30. And he did. He got 30. And then the other number was 14. <laughs> then it comes down to the final four, which was Gunther, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, and Drew McIntyre. And I had three of the final four. <laughs> That was so unfair. I loved how, who was it? I think it was Alan had just thrown you the money before. Oh, yeah. Alan just placed it in my lap. Alan um, was like, okay, here you go. <laughs> I think Cap, until his guy got out, he was like, all right, here you go. Yeah. And so the only person I didn't have was Gunther. Gunther was Shorts's guy. Everybody else I had. I had Cody Rhodes. I had Punk. I had McIntyre. <laughs> and I was like, I got a 75% chance of winning money right now. And if I don't, I'm going to be pissed because Gunther... He's going to win a Rumble one day, but I was like, I don't think it's time yet. And I put the $20 between me and Shorts, and I said, that right there is your 25%. And then as soon as Gunther got eliminated, I was like, and there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and I came down to Punk and Rhodes, and I honestly thought Punk was going to win, but no, Rhodes back-to-back -back Rumble winners, only the fourth person to ever do that. Oh, I thought he was the first person to do that. No, Stone Cold, HBK, and Hogan. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations to Cody Rhodes. And also for any wrestling haters out there, because I know we're sounding like, oh, very passionate about this right now. A little nerdy. I know it's fake. Okay. Absolutely. I know it's fake. I know it's scripted, but it's entertaining. It's very entertaining. And I will say now that Cody has won, Roman is over. I it has to be got to be this year, guys, because if we keep going with this, Roman Reigns is Superman storyline. God, that's going to be the downfall of them not potentially just blowing it out of the water and just making WWE great again. There's no way he doesn't beat him at this mania. There's no way if he loses again, if Roman wins again, four straight manias or three, uh, 38, 38, three straight manias. I'm going to be pissed. I would make it honestly like just to piss off the fans and just bury him. I would make I would make it like a fucking squash match. Well, and The Rock called him out on New Year's Day, no. and a, a lot of people are like, "Hey, ever since The Rock retired, quote unquote, and he comes back for these matches, it's always a long burn." John Cena took a whole year of promos. Don't and even get me started on that one again. CM Punk, long burn. It's always a long burn. So the now, ever since he called him out, he hasn't even returned. He hasn't even come back. So, a lot of people are saying Roman loses the title to Cody, finally. Cody completes the story. And then next year's WrestleMania 
it'll just be like head of the table battle rock versus roman you don't need the title yeah. for that match not at all so people are saying wrestlemania 41 for that and please just let it be over i'm tired of roman reigns the bloodline has gone dry the story's stale you had a historic run man okay it's time to have a new champion Cody Rhodes wins back-to-back. He immediately called him out. Usually it's the Rumble winner wins. They go on the next show. They're like, oh, I'm going to challenge. No, he got on the rope. He looked for Roman's skybox, and he said, you, I want you. And then he said in the press conference, too, like, I I want Roman. He's like, just to clarify. Yeah. If me pointing at his press box wasn't clear, (laughs) yeah, Roman again. Should be a good match card coming up then. WrestleMania is looking to be pretty nice this year. You got that match. I'm nice. sure naturally. I I don't know if this was Punk actually, but Punk did not look good in that rumble. He looked exhausted. He looked like he could barely pick people up for the GTS. So, yeah, maybe Punk main eventing, avoiding that was a good idea. You can give him night one. Give him that I main evented WrestleMania thing that he wants. And because I think you can still build naturally him versus Seth Rollins. You don't have to give him a stipulation where he has to face him because he won the Rumble. Yeah. Just make them hate each other. They already do. (laughs) It's like kind of like a clone of each other. It's weird. Yeah. And Seth doesn't have an opponent for Mania. So you naturally just make it naturally happen. Like he doesn't have to win Rumble to face him. The storyline's already there. I'm better. No, I'm better than you. Mm. Well, I'm the best in the world. Yeah. And so make that that'll probably be night one seth versus punk or gunther versus seth they called each other out on raw tonight's raw will probably say a lot and then you have obviously roman cody night two the usos brothers fighting each other probably also night two i assume probably because roman's gonna be night two yeah and that's their dream match they've always said that they've always wanted to fight each other at wrestlemania but here's what i'd be thinking the whole time what if you're the losing brother? <laughs> like, that would suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd hate because I'm pretty sure Jimmy's going to be the losing brother. But man, I'd hold that over. Like, I'd just be like, hey, we had our dream match. We did it, man. We finally made it. But hey, who won? <laughs> I would never let him live it down. Oh, my God. And then Bailey versus whoever she chooses, obviously, probably going to be EO. And right now, I think those are probably the only guaranteed matches that I could say. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of anything else. I'm sure Judgment Day will be involved somehow. Oh, speaking of Judgment Day, our truth Love that man. Yeah, what a Royal Rumble appearance. The MVP of both Royal Rumbles. Just, God, the shiny moment for him, for me at least, was right as he's walking up to the ring, and he's just waiting outside to get tagged in. Well, <laughs> the pop did you even crazy. see what happened in the Women's Rumble? No. So He... <laughs> This Valhalla girl comes out at number 24, and then his music hits. And he's running out, and he runs by her. He's like, and he gets in the ring, and he's like, what? And then he uh, gets eliminated right away. And Adam Pierce, the general manager of Raw, is like, what are you doing? He's like, you told me last night, the Rumble. He's like, this is the women's Rumble. (laughs) And then he says to Valhalla, you're in, you're out. And she gets eliminated like that. And she tries to chase him, but all the refs stop her. And then he's like, he goes backstage and he's like, what? I'm so confused. Like, I I was told to be in the rumble. And then, yeah, it comes out in the men's rumble, the same number. 
And then, uh, yeah, he's like, he thought it was a tag match. He's like, tag me in. And then Dom was like, what are you doing? And as soon as Gunther got him in a headlock, he's like, okay. And he stunned him and then he made the tag. God, I even, I love the cherry on top too is Dominic right before the tag. He just throws himself. Yeah. Just the hot tag. Yeah. But yeah, hard truth. Never change. Give this man one title run. Just we one. Need, we need more, more of our truth in the world. So Royal Rumble was great. Then we have our Super Bowl set up, ladies and gentlemen. It is the 49ers versus the Chiefs. And I feel like I'm going to be in the minority because the whole world is against the Chiefs. But I hate the 49ers. So I am rooting for the Chiefs. I'm rooting for – I'm not rooting for Taylor, but I am rooting for Taylor's team. This is America's uh, worst nightmare. Everybody was hoping it would have been – I what, wanted Ravens, ba- yeah. I wanted Baltimore Detroit so bad. That would have been sick cuz we've I feel like we've seen this lineup, haven't we? Yes, we, a couple of years we, ago. Yeah, we just had like it. I hate repeats that are this close to each other. But Captain Lamarica, you failed us. <laughs> you had Lamarica. You had one job. That was to take out Taylor and prevent a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. <laughs> and you failed in your biggest moment. You were Captain Lamarica against Thanos. It should have been me. And you dropped the ball, man. Well, look, okay. Well, if we're being literal, Zay Flowers literally dropped the ball and fumbled at the one-yard line and pretty much cost you guys the game. So, What? Yeah, he fumbled it like the one. and the Chiefs. So, so let's say that you are the end zone and I'm here. I fumbled it right Yeah, he fumbled you. Oh and he uh, that would have been a touchdown. The Ravens on their last possession, instead of fighting to try and even get in the end zone, probably could have drove down the field, got a field goal. And, yeah, so Zay Flowers, you had a good start to the game, not so good getting later into the game. Heartbreaking. But, yeah, I really wanted to see Baltimore there with Lamar, but, no, it's going to be the 49ers. And the 49ers, I especially hate them because they're the Seahawks' rival, and I can't stand them. But Brock Purdy, I want to strangle that man because he cost me – my fantasy championship. Literally, literally him. All he needed was to have a decent game. Instead, I'm not even kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. The worst game of his career. Easily. No doubt. All he had to do was throw one touchdown. That's it. That's all he had to do. Or not throw four interceptions. That would have been cool too. Ouch. And you cost me my shot at a trophy. So there is no world where I want to see you get a trophy. You freaking – I'm trying to keep it monetized here. But. Well, okay, let's let's run it back real quick. As of right now, 49ers, Chiefs. Yes. Who has the upper advantage? Is it honestly Probably the 49ers. Niners, yeah. Have they been that dominant this entire season? No, there's, there's been signs of weakness, like when you cost me my chance at the fantasy championship. Oh, burn. yeah. Yeah. I don't get a trophy. You don't get a trophy. Nope. Screw you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Who are you rooting for? I'm going to just jump on that band. I personally don't like the Kansas City Swifts. Yeah. That's just me. <laughs> the Kansas City Swifts is crazy. Uh, I want to say 49ers because my buddy's a big 49er fan. Mm-hmm. But then I have my co-host here, my, my, my day one, who is a Seahawks fan. So he's gonna, yes, sir. He's going to like slice my throat after yep. we upload this video. I'm already expecting almost everybody at whatever Super Bowl party we have to yeah. be rooting for 49ers. I'm Probably. not expecting anybody to choose. I literally was only expecting me to be the one to choose Chiefs and Soup because Soup's a Chiefs fan. <laughs> You know what? I'll say I'll say Chiefs. 
Chiefs? All right, I'm not alone. I'll take the Chiefs. Off the field runs with the Chiefs. Not Taylor Swift, OTF. but the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Like, I still like Mahomes. I still like Kelsey. But, like, everybody's just going to associate it as the Taylor Swift Bowl, unfortunately. And, like, I already have expressed my hate with the Niners, and you guys know this. And Brock Purdy. The only one I praise on the Niners is CMC, Christian McCaffrey. You were an MVP for my team. You did everything. You did everything you could. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough because of your quarterback, Brock Purdy. <laughs> no trophy for you. No trophy for me. It's only fair. Okay. There's only pain in this world. Only pain. <laughs> so yeah, that's the Super Bowl, and I think the plans we're gonna do. I hope we do. Arda was telling us he's like, what if we all pitched in for a carne and we had it at his place? Oh, so that'd be fun. That'd I, be a great vlog. I told him if we get enough people, yeah, I, I'm going to vlog the Super Bowl party no matter where it is, but that'd be a good, a uh, good setting for one. So I'm down for that. I told him I'd pitch in if we get enough people. Cause obviously if it's two people, I don't want to pay <laughs> half the price, but, uh, yeah, if we get enough people to pitch in for a carne and have it at his place, I'm down for that. So, Love it. I'm excited for that. I am not excited for the 49ers being there, but we deal with it. And we are going to be looking – just to recap that game, Lions, you blew it. You were up by three scores. Three. Three Throw, touchdowns? Well, they were up by 17, which is three scores. Oh, my God. That's good. Mm-hmm. Going into halftime. And also, one of the defensive players was waving by. To the 49ers crowd at halftime. There's still half a game left, buddy. But they, so many times they blew it in the second half. Passes going through their hands. Dropped passes. Interceptions that should have easily been intercepted. Going off the face mask of their, like, you guys blew it, man. And honestly, the play calling, Dan Campbell said he doesn't regret any of his decisions. But there was one time they went for it on fourth down. And if they would have kicked a field goal there instead, they would have gone to overtime. And, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know, Lions. You had it in the palm of your hand. You had never been to a Super Bowl, ever. Oh, they haven't? Nope. And you dropped it. <laughs> have we ever had a – well, yeah, no, never mind. Yeah, what? Uh, Chiefs-Lions Super Bowl? Like a Lions, et cetera. Super no, Bowl. no yeah, Lions ever been. in the Super Bowl. Have they only choked red at the end? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they were 0-16 in the 2000s, like early 2000s. And now look at them. 0-16 or 16-0? Oh, in 16 God damn, how are they still a franchise? And look at the Oakland days. <laughs> well, s- soon to be Vegas days. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel bad for Lions fans. Eminem was literally flipping off 49ers fans at the beginning of the game. <laughs> I saw that. I know Angel's just that's short G for everybody else. Yes, I know he is uh, right behind him. Yeah, flipping off. Yeah, he he loves Marshall. <laughs> Marshall Mathers. And then we'll end this episode because this is coming out tomorrow. I believe this news. So really, yes, they announced on the yeah tomorrow the thirtieth. So oh tomorrow we find out the MLB the Show cover athlete. So before it's released, obviously you guys will know by the time this episode airs, but we're filming this on Monday. So final guesses. One final guess. I'm almost positive I know who it is, and I think it'll be Jose Ramirez because a lot of the same patterns. 
they were showing Jose Ramirez at San Diego Studios. Like, mm-hmm. oh, thank you, Jose, for visiting our facility. And that was the same thing you saw with Jazz last year before he was announced as cover athlete. The colors of the reveal video, like, oh, we announced it on the 30th, are red, blue, and yellow. And a lot of people are like, oh, Acuna, 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 Acuna should be the obvious option. However, Acuna is unfortunately tied to a mobile baseball game. So, is it the RBI one? I don't know, but because of conflict of interest, he's not allowed to be the cover of anything else until that contract runs out. But people like red, blue, and yellow, red and blue, Braves, and Acuna always wears like yellow accents and accessories. So it made sense, but guess what? Jose Ramirez also plays for a red and blue team and from time to time also wears yellow accessories. <laughs> so it's probably going to be Jose Ramirez. That's my final lock. Jose Ramirez is your MLB The Show 24 cover athlete. I want to throw it out there. I want to say it'll hopefully be J-Rod. I think Julio Rodriguez would be a cool he, one. He falls under the same thing as Acuna. I was going to say – I was. He's, I mean, he's on. I think he's the RBI nah. app. I think he, it's J Rod. Yeah. Anyways, I'd love to see it with that. For some reason, with the same color scheme that I just looked at right now, hmm. the back of my mind wants to say Albies, but could be. It's a brave. Would you say Albies is a big enough star to? He had a good year last year, and he was cover? left off the top ten second baseman by MLB, which was wild. How is he not? I don't know, but yeah, I'm probably. Ninety-nine point nine percent sure it's going to be Jose Ramirez. Because would you put would you, who who would you put if you had to choose a pitcher? A pitcher, a pitcher. From Snell probably. Nah, I don't know because they they're going for like talent, but also personality. Of course, star power. You need it. Yeah, I mean, you saw last year like Jazz has so much personality and he makes the game so much more fun. And Jose, like the thing with Jose Ramirez, he's good, but it's that. Kind of same thing they did with Javier Baez. They did Javier Baez a year late, in my opinion. Yeah. And then with Jose, he's been good for a long time. It's just really overdue. Like, he dropped the ball like years ago. Yeah. I mean, he's still good. What did he have last year? Like, he's had great years, but what was his 2023 like, is my question. He's still been pretty good. He batted 282. He had 24 home runs, 80 RBIs. Still good. So, well deserved. If the cover is him punching tim anderson <laughs> just imagine it's the hook <laughs> i'm just hoping in the beginning like a couple seconds of the credits or the, the intro credits, dude all you hear all you hear like you see the smack and then you hear him in the batter's box just go change up go change up obviously <laughs> all these big companies want to avoid controversy so it probably won't be in there but if it's in the intro just like a little two second clip of jose it's like we play hard and he just seems <laughs> getting rocked dude that'd be amazing that's another guy out there who's looking to sign somewhere is Tim Anderson. <laughs> you think Timmy got anywhere in him? Apparently we're interested, but I've heard that since he was a trade piece topic last season. So who knows? At this point, since it seems like we're out on Bellinger, Snell's like the next. I just want a reason to go watch the games because our lineup does not look in the least bit threatening with just Trout. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, man. We need... We need at least another bat. Yeah. Losing Otani is a huge <laughs> gap in that lineup. I'm just happy that, you know, tickets are still going to be like. $10. Oh, they're going to be cheap. they be like. $5. Unlike the Dodgers, who are pretty much charging at least $100 for every game. God yeah. damn. 
And the effect is already happening. The Otani effect, it's, it's already happening as we speak. Dodgers Fan Fest, which, by the way, Angels, I only thought Fan Fest was a all-star game thing. When your team hosts the all-star game, you host a Fan Fest. Because that's the only time the Angels have done it. Okay? The Dodgers have it every year. Come on. <laughs> like Because they're lacking. And it's been free every year to go. Now, now it costs money. Oh. They're going to charge for the first time. I wonder why. Probably because you're paying somebody $700 million. Hey, Dow's got a point. That corn dog is about to be $56. Oh, yeah. So And the michelada that you love drinking so much and the cut water that we get. Oh, my God. That's all $45 a bottle. Like, what? I don't know. <laughs> Obviously, if I asked you guys this question, I'm not going to because I'm going to say the answer because I'm pretty sure I know the answer. Where would you rather see me vlog this year, Angels or Dodger games? You're going to say Dodger games. And you're going to do it. If the <laughs> if the money can maintain, if the profit is returned, if there's an ROI return on investment, if, no. I'm, if I'm investing in a hundred dollar tickets, uh, the video's got to be popping. Or my, else, man, my man brought out the ROIs on this, hug. or else I'm gonna run out of profit to go to Dodger games. I was gonna say the one video is probably gonna be like parking, Dude. not even parking, maybe like a Dasani water. A day, a trip to Dodger Stadium is probably gonna cost two hundred dollars, hundred dollars minimum for your ticket. No, Park- I would even put like one fifty, bro. Like your twenty five. Parking is going to cost at least fifty. Fifty, seventy five. Food, souvenir. Oh after my- that, you're, you're looking souvenirs? at like no, not even. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even breathe. This okay, way. food, drink. You're looking at a near two hundred dollar day every time you go to a Dodger game. Easy forty dollars for food and drink. Easy. <laughs> so cool. And you compare that to an Angel game. I'm looking at a nice twenty dollar day. Nice little uh, twenty dollar. Big as helmet nacho. Yeah, give me a cheap ticket. Give me a nice little meal for like seventeen bucks, and we're good to go. We'll be a okay. <laughs> yeah. So this is a season that I have not had this emotion for ever. In the early thousands, we were making playoffs. We were good. In all these past seasons, we had Trout and Otani. We had hope. And now I just feel doom. Like impending. Well, okay. Let's see. From us recording this right now, it's going to be January 30th, soon. Mm-hmm. When do they report pitchers and catchers? Next two, late, late February? Oh, so it'd be towards the end of, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one thing you want to at least hope to see? A bat. A Trout bat. has no help. It's fair. Like I'm hope- I'm, Personally, I'm hoping for just that one arm. Like legit one solid, at least. Solid like all we've done is sign Hicks. Beefed up the bullpen a little bit, and that's it. We still have Estevez, right, for like the next year yeah, or Yeah, for this year. This is our last. I believe so. I signed, I think he signed a two-year contract. Oh, my God. We're probably going to trade him off, and he's going to win a ring. But then, you know, he's he's got to figure out whatever problems happened in the second half because he was dominant in the first half. He was great. But then, you know, the second half was a little bit of a collapse. So we got to brush up on that. We got uh, the rookies. I mean, I say Trout doesn't have bats because no one's really – too proven yet in that lineup. Oh, Hoppy, great last year to start. Unfortunately, with the injury, Mickey Moniak, very streaky, can be very hot at times, and then he, other times he gets really cold. So we got to figure that out. I think we definitely have the right manager in place to figure out these problems, or at least find some sort of solution with Ron Washington. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, it's he's a no BS kind of manager. 
and I definitely think he'll put these guys in their place if they try to get lazy or lose passion. Rendon. I forgot we had Rendon. That's how much he has put no care into this team and made me forget how good he can be. <laughs> just fucking, there's always just players floating around the Angels. There's never one to just... Let's do this. You we saw, need to do this. You saw what he said, right, on that podcast a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago? Probably missed it. What did he say? He said, yeah, man, season's too long. We got to we gotta find a way to shorten the season. Oh, we got to get less games. Yeah, because Rendell knows he finessed us. Yeah. And he – it was on – this guy, I don't know how he got Rendon. It was like a YouTube channel with like a couple thousand subscribers, and he just randomly had Rendon. Just nailed him. Yeah. <laughs> And so, man, I don't know what your deal is, Rendon. Uh, the picture that is painted of you is not a pretty one. I hope you know that. And if you're okay with that, that's crazy. Because a lot of people just see a bad picture when they look at you. Well, how long? How much longer do we have him for? Two more years? Three more years? I don't know. We signed him before COVID, right? Right before COVID. And it was a seven-year contract. So, oh, so we have him for three, three I think. Yeah. Well, look, I hope. Yeah, what do you want to see... say? Because you've been a Rendon believer since we signed him. See, I drink the Kool Aid, <laughs> and I drink a lot of it. I drink like a gallon of Kool Aid. He's one of the few and only Angel fans I know that has a Rendon jersey. <laughs> yeah, I still have that jersey. Um, I do want to say this: as far as Rendon performing, I I don't even want to see him like break out again i just want to see him on the field mm -hmm. putting up those average above average numbers that we are used to seeing with the occasional clutch moments because he's tony two bags and i think he can get it done that's just me his attitude needs to change his fucking attitude needs to change tremendously dude it's it's one of those things of like you said and how we had brett phillips earlier on the angels he was a great attitude to have because baseball's a very hard sport mm -hmm. and if you let it get into your head after all the shit talking and all the you suck, you can't see the ball, you can't hit. It's obviously going to get to you, but at the same time, you got to hunker down, grab your nuts, and just hit it. And you're right, Rendon. It is a long season, but it's going to feel even longer if you have that attitude, if you're negative and you're dragging it out. Like I said, if you were to ever see this, if you were to see us talking about you, are you okay with people looking at you like that? Like, at the end of the day, like... The, is that what you want people to see? Is that the picture you want for yourself? Is that how you want people to remember you? Because that's crazy if you do. Because perfect, perfect example of that and what Austin's saying right now, look how people remember Josh fucking Hamilton. Bad. Josh <laughs> Hamilton was like, I did not watch baseball around his time. And even then, as an outside viewer, he sounds like a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you want that on your team? Why would you want somebody like that in your clubhouse? Mm -hmm. And then I guess another one that I can – to like an idea of like a good picture. Look at Adrian Beltre. Adrian Beltre had a long career. Don't think he ever got a ring off the top of my head. But he always had a personality. He was always fun. He always enjoyed the game. And he played long and always in the majors. Mm -hmm. And now he's a Hall of Famer. Rendon – the rumor out there, what everyone says about you is that you hate baseball. It's wild if that's the fact and you're at this level and you have this job and you're getting paid millions and you feel okay with that and all this stuff that you've done ever since you've signed with us. 
It's crazy. And it's honestly one of the worst contracts. Currently, you have time to change that. That has happened in the past like 10, 15 years. And you can throw other Angels contracts in there like Hamilton. <laughs> I was going to say, even if he's on this bullshit about like, I don't want to play anymore, I don't like playing. Dude, at least help the clubhouse mm-hmm. and showcase and help out the people that are coming in from AAA, from AA, any single-A players, anybody that needs help or development in the hot corner to just pass his knowledge. Like, it's not hard to pass it down. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I hope I hope Rendon can turn it on. Yeah. This, <laughs> this was a huge rant to, like, if Rendon actually hears this one day. Who knows if he will? I doubt that guy that interviewed him thought it'd blow up as much as it did. Let's hope, but let's, let's hope it, if, if you do, man, I mean... Please, everyone, nobody likes the picture we're looking at right now. And um, yeah, that'll be the end of episode 53, everybody. If you made it to the end of this one, make sure you're tuning in every Thursday to listen on Spotify and Apple for this podcast, Off the Field Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, the YouTube video goes up on Fridays at 2 p.m. So make sure you guys have notification bell on and are liking and subscribing all of these. And follow the Instagram, all that good stuff, and we will see you in episode 54. We outie.